Welcome to the Brology Podcast. I'm Austin, a.k.a. G.I. Joe, and I'm here with... Ryan, a.k.a. Dr. Fisto. Dr. Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> and that does uh, that has something to do with our topic for today. It does. Our topic for today. The history of sex toys. It's an interesting topic. And it's near and dear to Austin's heart, actually, because... For all the listeners out there, he currently has a broken foot. And the way he broke it was toe-jamming John's mom. And, you know, she had an itch, and she kind of rolled a little bit to try and get to it. And that's a lot of woman to roll in one direction. So it ended up taking his whole foot with her. And how's your foot doing, man? I thought they were going to have to cut it off, man. It scared me. You thought they were gonna? It, it fractured it that bad? No, it like shattered it. It shattered it. You just like roaming around on a boot now. I mean, that's not. <laughs> it's not terrible, you know. It could be worse. Yeah. Could have swallowed your foot. Uh, she almost ate it. Yeah. Thought it was a piece of fried chicken. Yeah. Or a fucking pig's feet or some shit. Yeah. That's why I keep telling you, you need to go get a pedicure, man. <laughs> your, your feet are fucked up. Your feet are fucked up, Austin. But anyways, this is going to be a fun-ass topic. Funny as hell. Yeah, it really will. This is going to be interesting. Now, we're probably not going to do this in any specific order, really, because that would be complicated, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I guess, as far as sex toys... They believe they go back over like what, thirty five thousand years. Yeah, the the earliest one ever discovered is called the the uh, Flintstone phallus. It's found near Germany. Mm hmm. Twenty eight thousand years old. A twenty eight thousand year old stone dick. So even back thirty thousand years ago, men couldn't please their wives that good. <laughs> well, you know, and who's to say that that's re- really what it was, huh. and not so much just like you know an old spinster, somebody that you know never was able to mate, or or, or like the dude just got tired of the bitch was like, here, I'm tired of your shit. Although let's let's be realistic, let's let's be honest, let's be realistic. It was probably a dude, and it was probably for a dude. Let's be real here. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, historically speaking, when you really break down the history of a lot of these things, like if you look up the real root cause for a lot of them to come into existence, it's because a man wanted to use it on either himself or another man. For most of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're the hypersexual ones. We're the ones that are just like, I gotta get off today. Oh, yeah. It's happening today, baby. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Women are just as sexual to an extent. But if they're going to take... I, I don't... I just see it being a man sitting around think, spending hours and honestly, hours and I hours think, sanding down a stone into the shape of a dick. I think guys like using toys on girls more than they like using them on themselves most of the time. I mean, I would say that that's generally true. But I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, it was... You know, 28,000 years ago, fucking Franz, you know, he was a little different. You know, the other cavemen kind of teased him a little bit because he wasn't so good at hunting. He was just better at gathering, you know? <laughs> and he just, he was lonely and spent a couple, of, you know, a couple of weeks just sitting there shaping a stone into, uh, you know, something that looked similar to what he had. Wanted to milk the prostate, man. <laughs> oh, shit. This is going to be a great fucking episode. It's going to be so good. <laughs> no, but for real, there are <sighs> countless numbers of sex toys made out of wood, rock, hell, animal shit. Yes, I said animal shit. <laughs> Definitely animal shit. And, I mean, hell. Really, even if you think about it, less than 200 years ago, they were still probably making it out of a lot of the same shit. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Leather. Bone. Rocks. 
Wood. I don't think that pretty much covered. Well, I'm sure that doesn't cover it, but that covers yeah. the gist of it. Well, it's not like they were using like synthetic plastics or glass yet. Way back in the day. I don't know. They may have used glass. I don't even think glass was really like a thing until like the Egyptians and shit. Like I feel like, you know, like we we were out of the Stone Age. It wasn't thirty thousand years ago. Like maybe like eight, speaking, maybe like eight or nine thousand. Speaking ago. of some more ancient history, ancient history. <clears throat> God, I'm still getting over this shit too. Yeah, me too, man. Um, speaking of some ancient history. Fucking ancient Greece. They had some crazy ones too. A fucking loaf of bread. A loaf of bread. <laughs> they, they fucked themselves with a breadstick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I mean, I've done that. I haven't fucked myself with a breadstick. <laughs> but I've I've fucked a girl with a breadstick before, you know? Like Did you eat it afterwards? Well, of course, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Now, obviously, you don't get one that's like covered in like garlic salt and butter or anything. You know, you get like a fresh baguette or whatever. But um, yeah, been there, done that. It was good. It was good. Didn't have a fishy taste to it. No, you like, and you know, <laughs> and if you really want to get the flavor, you can just kind of stick it in there, let it sit for a few minutes, come back, and you pull it out, and it's all soggy and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, do you remember that episode of Family Guy where Lois finds out that she's got a brother that she never knew about, and he turns out to be the fat guy strangler? Uh-uh. But he's he's schizophrenic, and he has this imaginary girlfriend, and so Brian and Stewie are like making a joke about, like, hey, do you think if we left this cucumber right here on the couch where she's supposed to be, you think it would pickle? And, <laughs> and like, they're making the joke, and at the end of the episode, all of a sudden you hear Lois be like, why is there a pickle on the couch? And they're both just like, oh. <laughs> Man. Now, I'm sure there are also going to be several ones we don't talk about because some of this shit is wild. Now, what I really want to know is, now, I know we're talking about sex toys a lot, but have you seen how far back porn goes oh porn goes way back porn goes back like almost 40,000 years they found some cave paintings of people fucking in different positions and all kinds of shit which is kind of fucking cool <laughs> yeah well it's just like they've the more and more they're exploring different caves around the world and everything else and the more they're like <laughs> Using, like, um, advanced camera technology and everything else to take high-resolution images of, like, cave walls and everything else. They're finding a lot of details on these cave walls that weren't necessarily visible before. And one of the big things that they keep finding over and over again is drawings of dicks everywhere. Which just goes to show you, no matter how far back in history you go... If you get a bunch of dudes chilling around and there's a blank wall somewhere, one of them's going to draw a dick on it. Like, it's just, it is what it is. It's just like, you remember that video of the the Maverick pilot, the Navy pilot that drew the big dick in the sky with his jet? So I'm saying, man, you get enough dudes together in a blank canvas, somebody's going to draw a dick on it. What was the name of that movie where that kid kept drawing dicks? Oh, super bad? Was it super bad? Yeah, where it's all like, yeah, man, they had to send me to therapy. Hell, they made me stop eating foods that were shaped like dicks. You know what kind of foods are shaped like dicks? The best kind. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not wrong. Popsicles, shaped like a dick. Popsicles are great. Hot dogs? Hot dogs? Hot dogs are fucking great. Fucking, like, hero sandwiches? They're kind of round. They're delicious. You couldn't really eat like any sub. No. Philly cheesesteak? That's just a sloppy dick. Pickles? Dick. Cucumber? Carrots? Dicks. Eggplant? Big bruised I've never had eggplant. You've never had eggplant? Never had eggplant. Dude, eggplant and parmesan is delicious. 
really potatoes. Potatoes. You couldn't have potatoes. Lumpy dick. Speaking of that, I saw a report where doctors had to get people to stop freezing potatoes and sticking them up their ass. Doctors actually had to ask people to stop doing that. And that was within this past year. Another fun fact. Did you know that sex toys are illegal in Alabama? Are they? Yes. They're illegal in Alabama? Yes. That doesn't surprise me. Everything's illegal in Alabama except fucking your cousin. Probably like, why would you make sex toys illegal in Alabama? Because if you can just sit at home and please yourself... What do you? What's your? What's your sister for? I mean, I was about to say, no wonder they're fucking their cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun fact: Romans masturbated with their left hand. You don't switch it up, man. I mean, I do too. Sometimes my phone's in my right hand. Sometimes my phone's in my left hand. It just depends. Sometimes you gotta give it the double action. Yeah, set the phone down, <laughs> turn it on its side, prop up the little stopper on the back. Watch on the TV. I never cast it to my TV. I don't need porn to be that big. I don't need it to be that big. Why? You don't want to see the inside of her butthole? I mean, my phone is high definition. I, like, <laughs> I can see. I guess if I needed glasses or contacts and I didn't have them in, maybe cast them to my TV. But no, my phone's fine. Okay. Do you want to hit on the first vibrator real fast? I say we save that because that's that gold. One. Yeah, that's fucking gold. And then, like throughout history, you've got like a steam-powered vibrator, which I think it was in what the eighteen hundreds. A steam-powered vibrator. Could you imagine the power on that sucker? Or would it be? I'm guessing they made like a steam-powered fuck machine too. I mean, I would imagine that's more what it is. It's piston-driven, you know. But, like, just looking at... Just, if you get a chance... I just want you to remember, John Henry was a steel-driving man. (laughs) Just if you get a chance, just fucking Google sex toys. Like, the history of sex toys. You will see, like, some shit like, how the fuck does that work? How the fuck does this work? Yeah. Who the fuck came up with that? Who was using this? Oh, yeah. There's wild shit, man. And then, hell, you got, like... Yeah, we talk about shit like dildos and shit. But how many of these people out here do you think were like carving up a fucking orange or watermelon to fuck it? You gotta think somebody had to think of that in the past. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just not like some new shit. No, no, no. And like, even to that end, like, you wanna talk about like. So I know that like especially like the Christians and everything else like to promote this whole idea that like homosexuality doesn't exist naturally and you know, blah, blah, blah. But hell, there's a big thing going around that's viral right now. These two male lions that have been mated for like years now that keep showing up like in the African Savannah, people keep stumbling on them and like filming them and stuff. And it's like, they will just straight go to town on each other and they've been mated for like a decade or something like that like it exists but like you can look at these like old um egyptian and like uh greek sex toys and stuff and there are bronze double-headed dildos. Like, it's like who do you think's using that you know what i'm saying but at the same time you gotta think orgies were really big and like that time like when the greek well yeah that's because like sexuality as we understand it now that didn't really exist then like everybody wants to be like oh alexander the great was gay no he had wives and concubines and everything else he just fucked everything you know it's like he liked to fuck little boys he also liked to fuck women it's just that's just how people were back then it was just like oh i'm attracted to you we doing it and then you also got to think about like for example the history of condoms like, it started out as, what was it, cow intestines? Or was it pig intestines or some shit? Goat intestines? Yeah. Some type of intestines. The guy pulled them out, I guess kind of like tied them up, and let them dry out. And it was because, was it chlamydia or syphilis? Uh, Would have been syphilis. Syphilis had gotten so bad that people were scared to have sex because they were scared they would die. And 
You know? Hey, a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> Prevented a bunch of pregnancies, too. We'd probably already be over like 12 billion people. Speaking of that, you know they're talking about us hitting over 8 billion by the end of the year? Hmm? They're talking about us hitting over 8 billion by the end of the year? Oh, yeah. We're at like 7.8 billion people on the planet right now. And like a fourth of that comes from China. Which I find that oddly strange. I don't know. I mean, why is that so strange? Because they were only supposed to have like one kid for a while. I mean, now they bumped it up to two. Yeah, but their population is still so big that even by like cutting it back like that, it's still, even if like every family only had one kid and everything else, that's still like a pretty significant bump. But they have a weird thing going on right now where, um, so it's like that whole population uh, pyramid, right? Where you're supposed to, have, the base is supposed to be young people, right? And then as the, population ages it should come to a point where the smallest amount of people that you have in your population are elderly or geriatric whereas like the average age in china right now is like 60 and so their pyramid is like reversed to what it's supposed to be it's all old people and there's like no young people and so they're actually like they have hired Japan recently has done the same thing, too, where they've had to, like, hire people for the government to do the opposite of what we're doing here in America and, like, go out and promote these kids to go out and have sex. They're like, have all the teen pregnancies. Please, God. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, like, here in America, we're like, if you're a teenager, you better not get fucking pregnant. Over in, like, China and Japan, they're like, please get pregnant. Please, (laughs) for the love of God, get pregnant. We need young people to work. Like, everybody's old. Could you imagine if it was like that in America, though? Yeah, if they were out there just like, please, teenagers, please get pregnant. Like, world population's already, like, fucking ass, dude. Like, the world's only supposed to have, like, one point something billion people to survive the long, the long haul. Yeah. Like, we're already, like, eight or like four times that, at least. So... I guess it is what it is. But then you also get into some of the wilder sex toys. Like, you know, this has been around for a long time, too. Like, whenever you think of, like, the farmer's daughter and shit, like, the female chastity cages. They've had that since, what, the 1200, probably? Oh, yeah. To keep them from getting pregnant and Mm -hmm. having sex. But guess what? That fucking stable boy, he's out there sweating all day. He's all cut up. I mean, how do you resist that? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As long as they're farmer's daughters and they're stable hands. <laughs> and then you, they definitely took in the ass. Oh, for, for <laughs> forever. In fact, like, sodomy didn't really become, like, a thing that was frowned upon socially until, like, the 13, 1400s because, like, prostitutes, that was what they did. That way they didn't have to worry about pregnancy. You didn't typically have sex with a prostitute in her vagina for like most of human history. Because if they get pregnant, they're out of work. Yeah. So. Would they be out of work though? I mean, for a period of time, (laughs) yeah. They still got a mouth. True. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it was just like a social faux pas, you know? Like, who's trying to go out there and fuck the pregnant chick? Yeah. And then you also got, like, which this, we could do a whole different podcast on that. Like, the sexual torture devices they used back in, like, the uh, dark ages. Like, where they'd fucking sit people on a pole and make them fucking. The oh, pole tie go weights their ass. to their. Yeah, tie weights to their legs and, and shit. The, like, the death triangle that they'd sit people on. Yeah, and it would, like, split their pelvis over time. Yeah. Mm. Could you imagine getting your your sack set on one of those? One nut on one side, one nut on the other. Tying weights to your wrists and ankles. Just pulling you down on that fucker, man. Just splitting your nuts and your butthole in half. It just makes me cringe even thinking about it. Have you ever had your butthole split in half? No. I don't want to. I don't want to either. (laughs) I don't want it split in half. You ever like... All right, like, I know whenever I was in the Army, like, sometimes I went and get a shower for, like, a week or two. You know how you get that, like, 
the top of your ass crack and starts to get raw. Yeah. Like, that hurts. I don't even want to think about <laughs> the way that shit would feel. Just splintery wood. Digging into your ass. Just splitting it right down the middle. Just carving it open like a Thanksgiving turkey. Okay, but then I guess another one we can get into. The Queen Elizabeth one. What's that fucking thing called? I can't... I forgot the name of it right now. Oh, the, um... um the, it's like... It resembles a horse phallus. Fuck, what's it called? Hold on, I'll pause this. I know what you're talking about. Okay, and I butchered the fuck out of that. It's not Queen Elizabeth. It's Cleopatra. Close enough. <laughs> Same, similar. <laughs> okay, but no. They use a hollow gourd and filled it with angry bees. It's kind of like... It's kind of like the wand your wife has. Basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You got to admit, that's kind of smart, though. Yeah. (laughs) Now, until, like, somebody accidentally puts, like, some fucking wood bees in there and they, like... Start burrowing "Mm." out, like, (laughs) midway through. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Ooh, carpenter bees. But yeah, people people have always come up with interesting shit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if you're lonely or you're horny, you'll think of something. Yeah. You will think of something. I remember when I was in boot camp, there was a guy that told a story one time about how a girlfriend of his had convinced him to take a washcloth and roll it up, get it wet and roll it up real tight and throw some rubber bands around it and put it in the freezer. Wait for it to freeze, take it out and let her shove it up his ass while she was giving him head. And then obviously the heat would thaw the washcloth. Cause I don't know if you've ever put a washcloth, a wet washcloth in the freezer. Like if you're running a fever But, like, literally about the second it touches your skin, it basically defrosted, and then it's just like a cold, wet washcloth, right? And uh, so, yeah, she convinced him to shove it up his ass while she was giving him head and everything else, and then the whole point was, like, right when he was getting ready to come, she was going to rip it out of his asshole to make him come, like, super hard. And he was like, dude, it fucking worked. And uh, that was his nickname through all the boot, washcloth. Everyone would be like, sub washcloth. <laughs> Alright, I'll put down the to do list when I get home. <laughs> nah, dude, but wouldn't that like hurt your asshole? Nah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, but like you would think like there'd be pointy ends on a wet washcloth. Nah. <laughs> nah. I wouldn't think so. I would think it'd be fine. Honestly. But then you get into like the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and you get like these wild ass fucking sex toys. Like, they're. You ever seen the face washers that women use that have like the brushes on them? Mm-hmm. It, it, some of them look like that, but it's got a fucking weird design on it. Yeah. And it's for like their clit stimulation. Yeah. Well, the big thing right now are suction devices, right? Like, that's the big money maker right now. In, in women's sex toys or stuff that like creates suction on the clitoris while something else actually like stimulates the uh, the vulva. Yeah. Or not the vulva, but the labia. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And uh, yeah, those are big. Me, me and the ex were looking at some up at Priscilla's not too terribly long ago. And some of them get wild. Like there was one that was like 150 bucks and it looked like a athletic cup and it was supposed to cover up the entire vagina, everything, and then just suck the shit out of it. And it was supposed to act like almost like a penis pump to like engorge your dick, but for their, for their pussy. And I was just like, like we were both just looking at it like, 
I could do that myself though. Like I like I could do that. I don't need to spend 150 bucks to do that. I just you'd have to wait 10 minutes for me to really get it all fluffed. Yeah. Right? But it's like I could do that. <laughs> There's no way that thing can suck harder than I can. I don't know with the machinery and shit they got. Now. This thing wasn't that big. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't that big. Like the the cut part was, but like the the actual like pump. Now my lungs are more powerful than that thing. I promise you. <laughs> and you've been smoking for how long? <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> but no, like last time I went in a sex shop, like. I mean, granted, like, they have so many different types of shit now. They got, like, the ones where it goes, like, in a fucking circle and shit, like, the dildos. So how the fuck is somebody going to compete with that shit, dude? You're not meant to. You're not supposed to. Anybody anybody using some of those things, they already know. But, you know, like, they're beyond that. They know they have a problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like no man's going to do anything for that. Like, I mean, the best case I got is, like, have her doggy style and just start spinning her in circles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's... It's like... I went to high school with a girl that, even in high school, knew she had a problem. Like, was aware that she had a problem. And, like, her boyfriend. I mean, there ain't shit I can do for her. There ain't shit I can do for her. She's shoving, like, two-liter bottles up her vag and shit? Yeah. God, damn. Yeah, in high school, man. She started young. Porn star, baby. No, the last I heard she did, I forget what name she went under, though. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I've tried looking her up under her real name, but no. Nah. But yeah, that's the route she ended up going. Yeah. Oh. Fuck it. I mean, you gotta look. People will do anything. Like, look at Mr. Hands, dude. And there's a lot of people that do that shit, dude. A lot. Or the dude that squats on a, a pickle, pickle jar, jar and it shatters. Dude, that shit has... Mom! <laughs> that shit makes me want to cry every time I see it. Because the first time I saw that, I think I was like 11 or 12. <laughs> Thanks a lot, John. <laughs> yeah, John's mom for showing us that, trying to corrupt us early. <laughs> no, but John and Cortland showed me in... I think it was my cousin it was either my cousin jake or jared that shit whenever i was like fucking 11 or 12 john would be the guy that was just <laughs> sitting around watching people shove mason jars up their butt oh they don't you you can't find websites like that no more though what, like, like it's hard like unless unless you actually like put for some effort like where you used to not have to like you can't find a rotten.com or like Hell, it's hard to find two girls, one cup now. Yeah. Or three girls finger painting. Five girls finger painting. Oh, yeah. Five girls finger painting and then what? Three Three girls, two pitchers or something? What was the sandbox one? I forget. But there was one that was like three girls, two pitchers. That was the worst one, in my opinion. Two pitchers was the worst one because there's a part in that it's it makes me gag want to think wanting to think about it there's a part in that where they're like sitting there spreading each other's like buttholes open and and then taking yeah and taking turns puking into their buttholes and then shooting in each other's mouth yeah or like sticking their hand down in there and scooping it back out and like eating it yeah that sounds like a normal friday night for me wait what (laughs) (laughs) over at john's house (laughs) oh We've had some crazy times with his mom. We really have. You know what? When did nipple clamps become like a big thing? I would say the 70s. 70s? I would think. Probably the tail end of the 70s, late 70s. You don't think like... Like, I feel like that went hand in hand with Coke and disco. I don't know, man. Because you got to think like in the 1800s when they were like using clothespins to like fucking hang up clothes. Yeah. Let me hit you. I mean, I'm sure, but I'm saying, like, just common knowledge, (laughs) like, people were just using them to use them, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like late 70s, I feel like it went along with cocaine and disco. They were just like, I can't feel anything, can you feel this? Here's some eggs. I know, uh, like, the common use of butt plugs (laughs) didn't really become a thing until the 80s. That was a a big thing for the 80s. Wasn't they originally used to like push a hemorrhoid back in or something? Originally, yeah. Yep. 
How big of a fucking butt plug would you have to put in to push a hemorrhoid back, though? Original ones were very small. Yeah, they were the original ones were really small. I wonder who was the first person to be like, "Hey, this, this is nice. Let me let me wear this while you while you fucking." Me. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, a lot of it came out of the uh, like once again, it came out of the like the the gay scene, right? Like they started using them basically as dilators, so that it made sex between two men easier. That was more the whole thing. And then it wasn't until like the 80s where it really kind of became commonplace for women to be like, yeah, I'll use one. And then you see those big ass butt plugs in the sex shop that's like this fucking big. Right, like the same size as your head. Speaking of that, I saw a porn video where a dude stuck half his head inside this chick's vagina. Shit looked loose as fuck, dude. She could have birthed like a fucking adult out of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, man, you know. I guess whenever you get paid so much money just to repetitively shove huge shit in your vagina, you know, it probably wouldn't even be pleasurable anymore then. I mean, I'm sure they still get some kind of pleasure from it. It's probably more mental than it is physical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you want to talk about the first real vibrator yeah so these things were invented back in the 50s early 50s some say that some doctors were kind of meddling with them in like the late 40s but let's just say the 50s for good measure and what it was was men were going to their physicians complaining about their wives being like they're fucking cranky all the time they're acting like bitches like i can't get any control over them they're just always mad you know i i need to commit them to an institution like and and honestly between the eight late 1800s and the 1960s it really wasn't uncommon for husbands to have their wives committed just because they said they were being difficult and so a group of doctors were basically using these shake tables, so to speak, to basically try and shake the bullshit (laughs) out of these women. And they started noticing that the higher the vibration of the table, the more of a calming effect it had on their patients. And so they started to try and like isolate different parts of the body to figure out what part it was actually affecting and why it was working to calm them down. And lo and behold, it was their vaginas. And honestly, men back then had almost zero concept of like female orgasm or like anything. So it was complete, they were so completely oblivious to the fact that these women were literally just kind of like getting off on this and that was what was calming them down. And, and so they literally created the first vibrators and like if a woman got brought in by her husband and was like, she's hysterical, <laughs> she's too difficult, I can't deal with her, blah, blah, blah. They literally just strap her to a table, shove this thing in her, And just keep fucking around with the voltage and like how much it was vibrating until basically until they shut up. Until she started coming. Yeah. (laughs) But then even then they didn't understand that. So they were just like, oh, well, she's quiet now. She's not angry anymore. And so it literally, that became like almost a cottage industry, right? Where like women were like, it got to the point where like uh, there were huge groups of women that like were corresponding with each other, like through the mail, like basically being like, hey, fake Fake being crazy. Go get your husband to take you to the doctor. It's awesome. (laughs) And so then you had like all these women that just like every once in a while would just act hysterical so that she could get taken to the doctor so she could go get off. And then what was it like 20 years later is whenever they came out like with the first at home vibrator. Uh huh. Yeah. And like the 60s, like mid to late 60s. Yeah. And then. That was whenever people started, like, using, like, back massagers 
and experiment with like back massagers and like all kinds of and shit. That's where the wand came from. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's so crazy. It's so crazy how oblivious men were to like how to legitimately satisfy their partners for like most of human history. It's really kind of sad. Feel so bad for women. Well, I guess times have changed a lot in the past, what, 70 years? Yeah. Like, hell, there's so many fucking sex toys out there for men and women. Yeah. Like, pocket pussies. When were they invented? Like, the fucking 70s? Yeah. Have you ever used a pocket pussy? I have not. I've never used one. You've never used a pocket pussy. I've never used one. They're fucking great. Are they? They're fucking great. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never used one. Now they have now they have pocket pussies that will like suck it, like it'll do like a self suction type yeah. shit. All kinds of shit, dude. Hmm. Yeah, no, I've never used one. Hmm. They have disposable pocket pussies. Disposable? Like one time use pocket pussies. That better be cheap as shit. I found one whenever I was doing some research for this shit. It looks like it almost comes in like a Pepsi can. Yeah. And, and I guess it's just a one time use and you trash it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Did you ever watch that TV show? It came on FX called Blue Mountain State. It was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where they all got chlamydia, chlamydia from, from uh, dude's pocket pussy. Yeah. <laughs> This is the only thing my dad left me after he after he died in the war. You ever been to Bosnia? You ever been in the shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that was honestly that's probably one of my favorite shows of all time. It was so good. It was fucking great. It was so funny. And then they made that one Rise of Thad. Yeah. Where he went to the he went to what the NFL mm-hmm. and fucking I guess got hurt or some shit. Yeah. You never watched Blue Mountain State. Check that shit the fuck out. It's so funny. I remember the episode where uh, a couple of them decide they're going to join the hockey team so they don't have to go to summer training camp. Yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. Or the episode with the oil change. They all were going to fail drug tests. Yeah. And then uh, the running back didn't have time to fucking do it. So he came out there with like the fucking white dildo fucking head pee coming out. And the guy's like looking at it. He's like... Yeah, school spirit coach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great fucking show, dude. It was a good show. I might have to start watching that again. Chef's fucking phenomenal. You need to check out that movie I was telling you about. Pale Blue Eyes, man, on Netflix. Fucking phenomenal. I will. It was really, really good. Well, the ending felt kind of rushed feel like maybe they were like, they wanted to do more with the ending, but they were like getting close. They were like running over schedule or over budget or something. It felt a little rushed, but other than that, it was really, really good. Does it seem like there's going to be like another one? No. No? No, it's pretty standalone. Yeah. And like the ending's a little ambiguous, so it's like, depending on how you feel like it ended, there won't be another one. Speaking of that. Fuck what they've done with DC now. And Witcher. Yeah. The guy left Witcher to do Superman. And now they're not doing Superman. Fuck you, DC. Fuck you, DC. You cannot make a good movie. What is wrong with you? Why can't you make a good movie? Just bring back the guy that did Supernatural. Just for one fucking movie. I mean, not Supernatural. Fucking Smallville. Yeah. Just for one fucking movie. That's all I'm asking. I think he's still playing in fucking Lucifer. Yeah. That's a good-ass show, too, if you have That is a good show. It. Yeah, I like that show, too. Fuck. Yeah, DC, you only have one good movie. One. The first Wonder Woman. What is wrong with you? Why can't you make a good movie? Man is still wasn't... Terrible. Yeah. Aquaman was pretty good. It was all right. For a DC movie. Yeah. It was, it, it right. was good for a DC movie. But it wasn't good. That first Wonder Woman was pretty solid. That was a pretty good fucking movie, actually. No. But other than that, everything else was either, eh, it was fine. It was watchable. I enjoyed it. Or it was like, man, that was bad. Did you watch the um, 
Fuck, what's it called? I had a fucking brain for it. With Aquaman, Wonder Woman, uh, Justice League. Is I, that out yet? It already came out, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that's the one they did the Snyder cut of. Was it any good? No. No? No. It's not any good. The, it, the, the original cut is damn near unwatchable. And then the Snyder cut makes it. So you're like, okay, I can make it through this. But it's not good. All the money they have, and you think DC. Like, they have fucking Superman. They well, have Batman. Like Marvel's problem is they don't know how to make a superhero movie fun. They either make it too fucking serious, and then it's just you no fun. DC? Yeah. You said or Marvel. they try to play up the humor so much that it makes it, like, stupid. Like, Shazam was stupid. You know? Like, they, they tried too much. They can't ever find that middle ground. Like, the only DC project that had that perfect middle ground was when James Gunn did the re- reboot of Suicide Squad. His Suicide yeah. Squad was good. It's because it had that good middle ground. Now, um, what was that other movie with uh, Jared Leto? Morbius? No. That's Marvel. No. As the Joker. Oh, the first Suicide Squad. No, didn't they do a standalone movie with... I mean, they did Birds of Prey with um, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. He, I think he made made a cameo in that, but no. But it was the first Suicide no, Squad. No, that Joker movie. That wasn't Jared Leto. Oh, you're talking about Walking Phoenix. I don't know. That was Walking Phoenix. But I heard it was pretty good. It was good. It was good. But I don't really consider that a DC project. Like, yeah, it's Joker. You know, and everything, but you could tell that was something that was done totally independent. And then once it was successful, they kind of came back and was like, oh, look, see? We, we made a good can... movie. Yeah. Oh. The new Batman was good, though. Oh, yeah, with um, Robert Pattinson. Benson? Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of that. I thought that was really good, actually. Yeah. That's probably... My favorite Batman since uh, the, Dark the Christian Knight Bale trilogy. Batman, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I think that'll be a really interesting thing to see how they go about doing that. Like, if he's going to take over, like, across, I guess you'd say, the DC Universe. Or if he's just going to do, like, a standalone type thing. And now, like, with the whole Flash, I don't think that Ezra dude is going to be back as Flash. They keep going back and forth with that shit. I mean, that dude lost his fucking mind, so... Now, it would be cool if they brought the dude from the Flash TV show. Because I like that guy. Yeah. Good fucking TV show. Yeah, I would like to see that. That would be good. I just don't know if they'll have the same on-screen chemistry that Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller had because they were hilarious together. That was the only thing I liked about Justice League. Yeah. Was those two talking shit. I mean, you never know, though. Yeah, you never know. They might have better chemistry. No. Yeah. They still got to do a Deadpool and Spider-Man movie with Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland. I don't um, want to see nobody else. I want to see them, too. Well, uh, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Garfield. That I think that and Ryan Reynolds might be better than Tom Holland and Ryan Reynolds. Maybe. Yeah. I, I just I feel like their chemistry would fucking. Yeah, hit. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause honestly, he he was one of the best. I mean, him and Tom Holland are close. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tobey Maguire, great Spider-Man. Tom Holland, you know, he's younger. He fits the role good. Andrew Garfield, probably the funniest. Most comic book like, I'd say. Yeah. So. You still haven't gotten a live action Miles Morales. I thought they were working on that though. Well, like, Miles is all in the Spider-Verse cartoons and everything, and those have been wildly successful, so... No, I know, but I thought they were working on a live-action... I mean, they might be. I'm not sure. I still... I just want a Spider-Gwen movie. Give me Spider-Gwen. And, you know who would be perfect for it? Did you see that, um, that Wednesday show on Netflix? Yeah. 
I hadn't seen it, but I know the chick you're talking about. The the blonde girl, the Wednesday's roommate. Yeah, I saw like a thing where she dressed up like uh, Gwen Stacy for like Halloween. Perfect. She'd be a perfect Gwen Stacy, like absolutely perfect. I don't know how we went from talking about sex toys to fucking Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. I mean, but I, I don't, see, I don't see why there's not a direct I, I about, beeline I, I between say, sex toys you know, and Gwen Stacy. You know. When Stacy though, like, you know, if she wants to use some on her, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but um, is there any other big ones we're missing out on? No, I mean, obviously, you can, you know, think about like, oh, well, when did the first like saddle vibrator come out, or when did the first this, or but those are all like variations on a theme, right? And Honestly, those stories aren't as interesting because it's literally just like somebody slapped some shit together for a fucking porno or whatever. And so there wasn't like, there's no cultural artifact around it like there was with like the original vibrator just being like, what's wrong with these women? <laughs> we need to calm them down. Oh, I still can't believe like believe the whole Cleopatra thing. With the bees? <laughs> Smart. I mean, I I can believe it, you know. I don't see why that's so far outside the realm of possibility, you know? I mean, Cleopatra was a very sexually independent woman, you know? I could see her being like, Guards, bring me my fuck gourd. Eat this pussy. <laughs> you know she had to be like smashing half the guards, though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Good for her. Good for her. But now if a king did that, he'd get looked bad upon. I mean, nowadays. But back then, everybody was still just like, good on you, sir. (laughs) Too good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no. The history of sex toys, it's a fun topic. It's funny. A lot of it's like, holy shit. (laughs) How did somebody come up with this? I'm sure. Hell, 10 years from now. They'll be coming up with new sex toys. Oh, yeah. It'll be con- constantly evolving. Chan- I mean, right now, like, you know, what's, what's the big hot thing is the, the sex robots, right? Like, it's only a matter of time before we have, like, those sex programs, like in Demolition Man. <laughs> or or the, the sex robots get so advanced that <coughs> they you can't tell AI. the difference between them and an actual person which you want to talk about a a, a population drop off <laughs> you get you get a damn sex robot to the point where you can damn near not tell the difference between that and an actual person no one's having kids it'll be like talking to siri yeah oh yeah baby <laughs> be like stephen hawkins <laughs> be like oh baby you know i like it when you talk nerdy to me Will you pee in my butt? (laughs) But yeah, history of sex toys. And next week we will be talking about what I say we're going to do medicinal cannibalism. cannibalism. That'll be an interesting one. But cannibalism isn't right. Don't eat people. When you eat a vagina, you don't actually take chunks out of it. You don't. Don't do that. Without consent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder if, like, people that are into cannibalism get off to shit like that. Like, uh, you know the German wiener eater? The German wiener eater. Like, I wonder if the dude's dick he cut off, because he wanted to be awake for it so they could, like, eat it together. By the way, that's a whole fucking podcast we could do. And, uh, anyways, long story short, this German dude would cut, like, kill people, cut their dicks off, and eat it. Well, he wanted to keep this one guy alive, so he cut his dick off, and they were going to eat it together, and he fried it up, and he said it was all burnt and shit, and the dude ended up bleeding out. Yeah, cool story. There's some sick fucking people out there, bro. There really are. 
But anyways, Ron, you got anything else you would like to add? No. <laughs> no, I think we... I think we, we we covered our bases on that uh, one. I think that's pretty good. For anybody else out there that really wants to like do a deep dive on like specific things, trust me, there are a lot of publications out there that have done wild back like backstories and histories on like different random things. Like I was reading one on like fuzzy handcuffs, like the social importance of the development of fuzzy handcuffs, and it was like okay. Well, anyways, thank y'all for joining the Prodigy Podcast this week. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and every other social platform out there, except like the gay ones. Except Grinder, we're always on Grinder. Always on Grinder, but not the, not the, not the gay Grinder. It's the Grinder where like married men can meet up to anonymously share sandwiches. No. Yeah. You're supposed to wait a few seconds before you throw that in there. I mean, neither one of our wives make us those kind of sandwiches. You know what I mean? So it's like sometimes you just got to meet up with another man and <laughs> share a sandwich. Yeah, let's go to let's go down there to uh, Jersey Mike's. We'll split a Philly. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Thank you all for joining the Biology Podcast. Make sure you go buy some sex toys and have some fun this week. Yeah, definitely. Have some fun. Satisfy your goddamn spouse. Do something special for them. Man or woman. Man or woman. You know what? Be like washcloth. Be like washcloth. <laughs> Austin, you going to be like washcloth? <laughs> <laughs>